Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new week of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. Hey. Are you cheese boys? That's us. Coming at you nice and cheesy, kind of melty. What the fuck does that even mean? I'll roll with it. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of melty and like uh, full of Swiss. Full of Swiss. <laughs> I got holes. That's Swiss. Yeah, right? Will has holes. Chapter thirty-one. Hey, everybody! It's a the new. Woman... It's a new week, right? It's a new week. It's a new week. And I'm feeling. Uh, and I'm feeling good. You know, we're moving a little. Yeah. I'm feeling good too. I'm feeling a lot better with this book. Not that I haven't been feeling good, but I'm really. Things are moving. Things are getting a lot more. Like I don't know. It was so. Almost. Almost the the characters were almost segregated away from each other so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just getting a little fucking sick of Egwene and Perrin and and all this. I said I. It's just a lot, and then even Matt, even now. So this is a Matt chapter, and even it's Matt chapter. Even the Matt chapters are good, but even Matt's chapters, he's just been. Since he got cured of that dagger, he's just been eating food, and gambling. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been com- I haven't been complaining. I think the thing that I've had the most trouble with has been like I I don't mind the story that Egwene, Nynaeve, and Elaine are on. I think it's cool, but it is really dry. I think you nailed it with that. I think it's really oh, dry, I agree. and I'm it's a lot of it's, against it. It's a lot of reindeer games. Yeah, it's not, like, it's like, <laughs> kind of like that fucking awful movie. Ben Affleck. Yeah, that we already made. We already made that reference. I think it was last week we made that reference. Well, I bet you didn't say this last time. You can see Charlize Theron shows her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> In that movie. No, we didn't say it that time. And ben Affleck's speaking- name is Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. We we already did that. Uh, but the speaking of Ben Affleck, this chapter has one of the one of the best. One of the best character introductions that they've done uh, for a character we all know and love. Tom Maryland is back. Tom is back. And I couldn't be happier because I think I made a prediction that lines up pretty swell with this episode. We'll have to go back and... I think you did. We'll, we'll have did. to go roll the tapes and see. Yeah, I think you did. I think you get points for that. I think you... Thank you you know what? I'm just going to say it right now. You're probably swimming in points. I am Not exactly sure, taking a but... dip. Let me tell you, I'm out of here. I took my pants off. I'm skinny dipping, swimming in the mm. points. That's a lot of fun. Uh, what I mean by Ben Affleck is that Tom is not having a good time. Like when we see Tom, he is just like, he's oh, at a point man. that he's at a point. Many of us, I'm sure, have been at <laughs> that the, Ben Affleck times, myself several at. times in our lives. But he he's hanging out in a bar. He's he's drunk. He's had, he's, a, drunk. he's had a couple stories. too many, and he's telling stories of regret and remorse and kings and he's really beating himself up uh, for the death of old old deans. Right, that's what we call it. Well, him. he's he's Dina. he's like going over past lovers. Like I think he talks to Matt. And it's kind of like, like Mambo Number no. Five by Lou Bega. <laughs> <laughs> he's like there was Dina and Sheena and Tina and Bina. And more gays. More gays. They're like, hold on. Was there a woman in there named Bina? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. I'm Bina. But yeah, he's more or less just kind of like sitting there. Like he's telling his stories and, you know, he's doing his he's doing his gleeman thing. You know, he's got to play for his supper. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Matt comes in, he sees him. He's like, 
let's get some I, let's let's start drinking it's been a while since we've seen you and i think this is good i think we're gonna see him for a lot longer in this book now instead of uh instead of the uh cameo that we got him in the great hunt yeah i think he's back in play right now and i think him and matt are going on a grand adventure together i think they're gonna have a grand adventure i think matt's gonna have to play for a supper a little bit but i don't know he's got some dice He's got dice to roll and everything like that. So, like, well, here's the thing: is I don't know if Matt has kept up with his musical abilities and and his performing. Mm. I don't know if he's going to be able to pull off playing for his supper at this point. Rand, on the other hand, I think has been keeping up. We'll get to that. Hopefully, we'll get to that later. But Matt, I don't know. There hasn't been a lot of musical influence in that boy's life since his time. No. His brief time as a traveling gleeman. And no, I think none whatsoever. It. It's like when, you know, my parents made me do like two years of piano lessons when I was a kid. I can't play the piano. No, I Why do I, so many but... parents do that? You're like the ninth person I know that like had to go through piano lessons when they were young. Well, I can answer. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why all of them do it, but I can answer for you. My parents had a piano and they were like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want a drum set. And they're like, well, we have a piano. So if you're really you can music, play that instead, learn how to play the piano for two years, and then uh, and then we'll see. Maybe you'll get a drum set. I was like ten. I did it, and then I was like, I hate the piano. I've just been counting down yeah. to this point. Give me the drum set. They did, and then I just I erased all the piano. So yeah. is it a good method? Yeah, I don't. know. You raise your own kids. I don't think me so. Out of it. What I mean, yeah, that's true. I think ultimately, when they say I want to play guitar, I want to play drums, I want to play uh, clarinet. Just get them the thing. Yeah. Just get them the thing that they want to play. I want to play the theremin, daddy. And that's a problem. <laughs> you end up yeah. with a fucking River Kumos as a child and fucking have another <laughs> Weezer situation on our hand. You mean rolling in money? I think that's a good thing. I don't mean that, but we can move on. Matt is here. He sees he sees Tom. And the other the other two characters that are that are in play in this chapter are two barmaids, Mata and Sal. Sal? Sal? Sal. Hey, Sal. And the, yeah, it's Sal. And, um, it's Sal. Uh, and immediately Sal, when go Matt put your nose up, on him right now. <laughs> Some practical Joker's humor, everyone. Uh, when uh, Matt shows up and he's like, let's start drinking. Uh, hey, Tom, let's start drinking. They're like, oh, no. No, 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 no. He's, look at him. Look at him. He's fucked right now. And he's like screaming. Well, he's cut off. another... He, he's definitely cut off at the bar. Yeah, he's cut off. And they're trying to feed him chickens. And he wants nothing to Lots do. Lots of chicken talk. There's a lot of chicken talk. There's a little bit of chicken walk. But Tom wants nothing to do with chickens. And, I've again, I've been in this situation where you've had, want nothing to you've do had with a chickens. couple too many drinks that you don't even want food at all. And you, don't want, you want nothing to do with chickens, alive or dead. <laughs> Until, though, usually eventually you take one little nibble and then the floodgates are open and it's just and, eat and it's just coming it's just flowing out like the <laughs> elevator doors in the shining i guess if it was blood. Just chickens but it's flying chickens, chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah not alive they're rotisserie just pouring out of an elevator yeah but they're still walking you know probably in your doing version a little, in your version a little in mine they're not in mine they all have a little swiss chalet dipping sauce with them and uh bread this Which sounds amazing. Oh, I'm getting hungry now. Why? Every single time we start doing this show, I'm always just a little bit hungrier. And I hope we do that for our listeners. 
these fucking Matt chapters, man, are just, he's just eating food. The one a few chapters back, he was just like stuffing loaves of bread into his pockets and, and cheese, wheels of cheese. And he, he, there's one where he's like, he's like holding up the little bread and, and eating it in his fingers. And he's just, he won't stop. He's eating chickens. And in this, in this chapter, as Tom is telling these stories and, and, and regaling Matt, Matt eats three whole chickens at least. Yep. And yep. then continues to think inside, think in his head, I wish there were more chickens. I think uh, I think somebody even says to him, and they were like, "You look quite skinny." I can't remember if it was Tom or maybe uh, Matt Maida or Sal. I feel like somebody said it was like, "You look like a skinny, you look like a skinny small boy," I... and he's just like horfing down food left, Horf right, and center. Horf isn't that a character yeah. on Star Trek? I, yes, I wonder but it's also if a verb. Matt, <laughs> I wonder if this is a plot point. Him eating all this food, mm. or if this is just. Robert Jordan saying he's hungry and he's and he's worn down, or if maybe we can look a little a little deeper into it, is there something else going on here? Maybe, just maybe the the dagger. Okay, bear with me. The, the dagger has has yes, it's left the taint has left Matt, but a part of the dagger, a part of a soul perhaps, has stayed inside of Matt, and now he's eaten for two. It's like he's a it's like he's pregnant. It's like you no, know, it's like a tapeworm. I yeah yeah like, or or that yeah. <laughs> it's like he's pregnant a with little, a little tapeworm. Yeah, yeah a little tapeworm. Um, about the tapeworm, the guy with the tapeworm. I haven't read it, but it's something that's been on my. It used to be on my list, and I, I it appears Moby Dick. It, I've forgotten about it. What did you say? Moby Dick. No. Uh, <laughs> it's about a. This detective who has a tapeworm in his stomach that talks to him and it's written oh. by like um oh i i think i have heard about this it's written by someone big whose name is just escaping me right now anyways rob's got all this it doesn't matter but yeah you know what there could be something else going on with this food thing maybe this might be more of a this might be more of a thing that maybe it's not like a plot point per se to say like, he, you know, there's something wrong with Matt, but maybe it would get them in trouble later on. Maybe Robert Jordan's just planting some seeds. Like, you know, they get to, they get to a new town and, you know, Matt's walking by the market. Planting seeds for like, what? Him stealing a fucking chicken wing? A, a chicken wing off the table? It could be. You know? I think Next those seeds you know, are already planted. The Matt's sort a white of a, cloak. Matt's sort of a rascal. What if it's one of those fucking? He takes one of those little tiny birds that the guy in the show, the white cloak in the show, that's eating those little baby birds no. that he's just I like mean, well, eating that, the whole. Bir- that's the show. We don't even know if those are canon. We don't even know. But I'm just saying, maybe that's how they bring that ca- that guy in. I think that guy's. I think he is in the books. What's his name? Val Val Valez Valdar. Something like that. Close enough. That sounds wheel of timey to me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I wonder because it's been pretty gratuitous the amount that he's eating. And I'm listen. I'm here for it. I think it's great. I think it's great writing. No wonder there's 14 books in the series. Do you think uh, Tom regrets going on his John Wick rampage? Well, how much of a rampage was it really? I think he was just dealing with those guys that were in it was um, one fight. K 
Camelin? Was it Camelin that he was in? No, it was uh No, because he he sort of laments on about Camelin right now and Tarvalon and fuck all these cities. It's much closer to the Tom that we got in the show. Yeah, this is the type of Tom that's going to start playing Metallica covers, acoustic Metallica covers and then it's you know, and then you got to ask him to leave. And that's not what we want in our Tom. I mean, it could be cool. You know, he comes around full circle and he's like he's back to like having fun. And, you know, well, wearing, yeah, because wearing, the people who are the most rainbows. fun usually underneath have the most trauma. It's a fun little pro tip for life, everyone. It's true. It's true. Seek those people out in your life. So the plan here is now Matt is going to take Tom with him out of Tarvalon and go to Camelin and deliver the message to Morgays. And Tom has a past history with Morgays. A little romantic sous-en-sou. What do you think will happen when they get to Camelin? Do you think they'll, uh, th- do you think that she'll spot him from miles away and go like, you can't come here? No, he'll, I think he'll make it there. I think, I, no, I think he'll make it right in front of her so we can have a whole scene where there's a, a little bit of sass, a little bit of class. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we'll definitely get more exp- exploration there i think that tom is the father of someone potentially of gawain or galade or some oh. other sort of royal blood of, of queen morgay's maybe there's a hidden child but i think right. more likely it's it's one of the boys right because do we know who their father is no well yeah one of them is like a half brother one of them's a half yeah half brother step brother something like that like he's not directly related in a way, but he's he's still a he's still like a kid. It's just that to have early on in the first book, it it it's a little seed, right? That Tom had this potentially had this romantic fling with Queen Morgays. Why? I'll tell you why. Yeah, because he's a papa. He's Papa. He's got to be. I, so I, I feel like if he's not, it's a missed opportunity for some interesting narrative exploration. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I think that that will probably come to fruition. We also get, then we also get a point where in this, in this chapter where drunk Tom, <laughs> they start talking about Moraine. Drunk Tom's like, Moraine. Oh yeah. He's a fine bitch. woman. He doesn't say bitch. He calls her a fine woman. <laughs> It's more, it, yeah. He's kind of like he's he's. The words are literally the words are literally a fine woman indeed. But then he's like fine woman too indeed. Bad if she wasn't too bad she's fucking eyes at eye though. But it's just such a <laughs> it's just such a drunk moment to be like, oh yeah, Moraine, man, she's a fine woman. She fucking sucks though. <laughs> Being around her for like five minutes is the worst. <laughs> I noticed that a few times in this chapter. In this chapter alone, I think there's three points where each male, like the two male characters, Matt and Tom, make some reference to the beauty of a girl that they're talking about or in the room. That's what I mean. It's sort of just drunk. And and I get it. It's just drunk. It's just drunk bullshit. They're drunk bullshitting. But Tom's going on about how he's all heartbroken. He's going to make some decisions. He's going to make some decisions in the future. And it's not, or he's made some decisions in the past and they're coming back. I'm going to come back and on. I think you're onto something with this whole, you know, 
M plus T equals G. Yeah. And I also, I also, for the record, I think that that's a, that's a new prediction. I also think that Matt has some sort of Ghostbusters Slimer like entity living inside of him that is causing him to eat so much. <laughs> and I would just like that <laughs> jotted down in the history notes. A Slimer like character. Okay. All right. We'll put, we'll put those down in predictions. I mean, we all know how this is going to go. You're going to win. Yeah, we've all seen Ghostbusters. Slimer's eating all the time. Yeah. May as well be Matt. Uh, you put a wide-brimmed hat on Slimer. Matt. What do you think? Okay, so th- Tom also has that nephew that he's talked about in the past. That was like... Owen. Owen. Is so he dead, though? Would, he's, the he's, show dead. he's dead. He's, he, he was... Uh, or, bo- or maybe he's dead or taken away from Aes Sedai. He was gentle or, or something gentle. like that. Yeah. Do you think that nephew might have any sort of connection to Morgay's or the Camelin, the Camelin seat? Well, a nephew is Tom's sibling's child. So, okay, probably, probably not, not a connection to no, probably not. But it does imply that Tom has siblings, and I wonder what, what, what that. What the extent of that is, and may, maybe oh, we'll never find out. Maybe they're maybe they're no one. Maybe they're dead. I wonder Just if fucking... Owen's going to come back into play. Owen, I feel like served a narrative purpose in that he was a tale of gentling. Probably yeah. the first one we heard, and so it might just be left at that. Especially if yeah. he's gentled and can't really do shit anymore. Can you imagine, like, if we meet Tom's family, like, we go to wherever they're from. I would love it. And we meet every, and every single one of them's a gleeman. Like, every single one. Everyone's got a heart. Oh, man. And they're just jamming. A couple with, like, pan flutes. Just, like, a whole, it's like a whole big brass band. Just traveling around. Playing the for reality the is he definitely doesn't have any family because he's a broken man. <laughs> <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> He's broken. He's he's broken by past loves. I I'm loving this. I I I really like this new form of Tom, but we're gonna have to see where it goes. Like I said, he reminds me of Ben Affleck. When the chips are down, man, Ben Affleck understands. There is he, he can't help, but he understands. He gets it. <laughs> there is a lot of mention of Tom loving two women, two women, two two women. Yeah, in his life. Yeah. And he's so sad because he's, you know, the Dina, but there's the the one before. And is that more gays? Or is that... That's more Is gaze. it explicitly said it's more gays? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's explicitly said in the chapter it's more gays. Because he's okay. just kind of like mumbling to himself. And he's like... Uh, and he blames himself for killing Dina. He's like, I killed Dina just by yes. being... Just by being me. He kind of did. And more gays. He kind of did. More gays. I was, I was so in love. I was so dumb and that's his character development in this chapter and Matt's just eating chickens next to him he's like yeah man yeah man you want to come with me yeah i mean I'm again, on a quest. Like, while this happens matt has eaten three full chickens so as tom <laughs> is in his drunk ramblings just you know woe is me essentially matt is just devouring he's just slamming him back it's like when you go to the grocery store and you get those those chickens, those pre-cooked chickens that say caution hot on them, right? 
Don't want to burn yourself. You can buy a pre-rotisserized chicken. Matt ate three of those. So good. I can live off of one of those for like a week. Yeah, at least four days. Well, then you get into the bones and start making a broth, right? All right, that's enough chicken talk for today. Let's chicken walk our way out of here. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, Let's just get out of here, and uh, you all have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow for Chapter 32, The First Ship. supported by patreon a huge thank you to our executive producer big cheese daddy for supporting the show if you would like to support the show as well you can head on over to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter 